Radio. I'm your host, Super Vegan Brian, and I am joined by Timothy Yabalpatr. So today, on all things not really considered all that well. <laughs> and <clears throat> they stole all of our hearts. Mink <laughs> stole us. <laughs> What's up, Buttercup? I love these. Oh, they get better. Them. They're getting good. They get, at least he's not making as much fun of my name anymore. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, there are lots of puns with the syllables in your name. Yes, there are. It's great. Yes. Yep. yep. And I mean, we can make Owl House jokes. <laughs> I've not seen Owl House yet, by the way. You could also do Hell of a Boss. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I played a Cthulhu-esque Pathfinder game mm. where owls were the scariest freaking thing. <laughs> Who? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes i just i like i like owls okay i just like owls um i mean they're just naturally inquisitive i saw this so, thing online it was like um so if dogs are for men and cats are for women what 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 animal is associated with non-binary people someone's like owls duh <laughs> so we are a considerably less cursy podcast today no, fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. The Smurf <laughs> is um, actually traveling across an, a multidimensional um, sky knife of trans transient metaphysical thought. Yeah. Trans transient. I'm, mm. I'm sorry. I thought I had reset the password. I was wrong. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought that she just read too many oprah books no no the inter- <laughs> someone turned on the uh, alexa switch in the interdimensional portal and uh one of her devices picked up a sub vocalized command and boom off she went oh well, okay that that makes more sense that explains why i have um icons of cursey smurf erica just screaming through my readout in front of me right now yeah i don't uh i don't know how to turn that off <laughs> Why would turn it off? It's better than having an RGB keyboard. Pause for effect. <laughs> oh, oh, I love and hate you guys. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, so the topic today is travel. Um, I set that for How pretty... is travel nerdy. I don't get this. Yeah. I well. <laughs> Uh, we first, will get into that today, um, but first, uh, but first, we're gonna play everyone's favorite game. What's nerdy with you? Where we uh, talk about the nerdy things we've done the last couple of weeks, and then we vote using Mike Myler's patented widget system. And oh my god! Before we actually play, if you want to see David die from a uh, joke on video, oh my god, he's you dying. Can go guys. to Patreon.com/slash/NerdPodcastRadio and. Be a $5 patron and watch us on video and watch David die from Brian's jokes. Oh, and one day, one day, oh, I'm, I'm... Dolis will do a face reveal and, and we'll announce it. And you guys will just, Ba-na-na-na. you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to sub to, for that day. Okay. Yeah. If you want to do it face for, reveal. if you want to do it for free, you could just go through our Facebook history until you find a photo. <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to make us money, Brian. <laughs> uh, um, or also um, Patreon's going to have Discord server rewards very soon. It's it's super delayed. On our bonus episode, we keep saying it's coming this week, but um, that kind of thing is a little bit more complicated than originally thought, um, but will be soon. <laughs> anyway, we are playing What's Dirty With You. Um, we don't have a guest. I don't have an order, um, so we'll just go um, Stolas, David. So Stolas, What's Dirty With You? Okay, so this this is going to go down down a little bit of a rabbit hole, but you know oh. what? There's only three of us, so it's fine. Am, am 
am I going to have to? Nope. nope okay. Nope. It's all okay. good. It's okay. all good. So uh, last Friday, I went to Disneyland with my partner um, and our kids, and I proposed to them. We proposed in front of the carriage uh, of the Haunted Mansion, and they said yes. So yay. Clap, clap, clap. Um, I saw the videos. It was magical. It, it was, was very, pretty cool. It was pretty cute. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, so, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I have superstitions. Best wishes. Oh, okay. I, I'm yes, from New sure. York. I'm from New York. It's a thing. Yeah. If okay. you say so. Sure. So, but that's not the nerdy thing. So, um, proposing to someone and being like, oh, yeah, we're going to be moving in together, all these things. And we're trying to, like, you know, we're making plans for the future and things like that. And so, one of the things that we both agreed that we thought would be really cool, which made me really happy, was getting a tiny house. So, you know, look at that getting a tiny house. Okay. Um, I could definitely talk about that in the travel part of the thing because most tiny houses are on are on uh, wheels, so that could be included in travel. Oh, I guess it's content now, and you can't talk about it anymore. And what's nerdy with you? Yeah, David. Well, no, 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 no. We're still not even at the nerdy part yet. So. I was trying to figure out like where we'd put the tiny house. Obviously, RVs and tiny house park communities are obviously a choice. Yeah. But I, and we'd probably do that for a little bit. But what we want to do one day in the future is put it on some land. And that's when I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Because then we could do things like grow our own food, do solar panels. And then my mind went wild. And I was like, oh, and we could get chickens. Oh, we could do beehives. Oh, when, maybe one day we'll get cows. And now this whole week I've did I've like dived into the rabbit hole of homesteading and how to start like a mini family farm. Are you going cottage core on us? I do love the cottage core thing. <laughs> um, the, um, the question I have for you is what state are you going to pick? Colorado. Us? Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't, obviously we can't, we have to avoid any like really conservative states for very obvious reasons. Um, also way too cold there. <laughs> well, I was going to say there there is a tiny house movement in a certain in Colorado. Uh, yeah, Colorado. Pacific Northwest area that yeah, super last year, is. Yeah, last year the governor um passed a law allowing tiny homes to be considered full regular full on full regular residences, which is really awesome. Um also, I had to pick a state that's close to my yeah, my son's mom yeah, and absolutely. where my other son's going to live, so I wanted to be in between them. So, Colorado. What part of doing, Colorado? Colorado. I'm well. That depends. So here's somewhere where a lot of the nerdiness comes in. The areas we're looking at because we want to be close-ish to a big city, like within like maybe an hour drive to a big city. So between like Denver, Colorado Springs, Boulder, and Fort Collins, and there's a few counties outside of those counties that are close by where land's cheaper. So places like Gilpin County, Jefferson County, Teller County, um, Je um. What was another one? Larimar County is where Fort Collins is, but it's a pretty big county. And so some of the areas outside, especially up towards the north and, and uh, west, get a little um, cheaper. Um, and that's when you start living in places like uh, Red Feather Lakes, which is a pretty small mountain community. And it's about a good hour drive to Fort Collins. Um, another place that could be a consideration would be Grand Junction, which is very far from those big cities, but it itself is a pretty I large city. Junction. Yeah, it's near the Colorado River. Um, but yeah, so we, we want to stay near big cities, of course, because, um, airports and the ability to go do things. And also I feel like that could be a lot of good money-making opportunity because obviously I'm sure a lot of the wealthy people in those big cities are like, yeah, we'll buy your farm fresh food. Um, and my partner wants, they, they can't really do much help with the land stuff because they have a disability with their back. So they are going to have to go get an, like a normal day job. So they need to be close to places where getting jobs are easy. Um, so around that eastern, like northeastern area of Colorado. Um, one of the things you could do to make it to make it a better transition is to start researching co-ops and finding a co-op you could join first. Yeah. So um, the process will be right now is they're going to school right now, so we're going to be spending three years saving money while they're getting their degree, and then. After those three years, we'll probably move to Colorado and get the tiny home and find a place to put it for their like a housing co-op or things like that. And then, or did you mean like a like a land co-op, like a farming co-op? Uh, yeah, that might be a good option yeah. too. And then, and then another two years would be saving for the land. Um, the, that sounds like a really grown-up plan. That's that's unusual for this podcast. Now, do you want to hear? So here's the various <laughs> things. So I was thinking of ways to like reduce the utility costs. So one, 
easy. Solar panels, wind power, bam. And solar and solar power on a tiny house is so easy to do. It really is. Yeah. Um, like the average house uses about 30 kilowatt hours a day. The average tiny house uses like four kilowatt hours a day. Like it's very affordable to solar power a tiny house. Um, the other thing was, what did we do about, about you know, sewage? Um, I found this really neat toilet system. It's better than composting. It's called home biogas. It's basically a regular toilet with a tube that goes out into this large like plastic bag. It's the best way I can put it. It's like a structure and it's where all the waste goes in, including your food waste. So you can put scraps of food in there too. And then there's anaerobic bacteria that break down all that waste. And then it releases methane that goes into another bag at the top, like a bladder at the top. And that methane gets piped into your house and can be used on a cooking stove and you could cook with it. Cool. And then, and then at the other side of the bag, um all the waste gets turned into like um some uh, a liquid they call affluent basically it's like a really um manured water and you could water crops with it so i was like cool that would cover sewage <laughs> david all right <laughs> his story their story is very interesting yeah <laughs> how much sleep did you get last night not much <laughs> i'm sorry david it's no it's fine it is a very interesting story i draw the line at uh recycling waste like that hey if you do you man i'm or you do you i'm, I'm good well I mean, it's not <laughs> like it's going into the food supply it's just being except for when you're watering crops gas. with the uh with the 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 gray water sure gray water is a thing that's like most farmers david, use gray water. david okay. what what do you think farmers put on your food that you're eating i don't want to think about it yeah yeah your food is has been at one point another covered in calcium. don't want to think about it <laughs> um oh and then the last thing was water we're looking at probably did you know you can hand drill your own well i learned that the other day that's uh, so cool to me you think you have to have permits and stuff but yeah you can yeah but i didn't know people could even do that i thought you had to pay like professionals no, no you there are tools and ways to hand drill your own well I I thought that was cool but the other thing i was looking at was rainwater catchment um uh wherever you have to live you have to make sure you're in an area that allows it otherwise it's considered illegal colorado debt okay i've looked into all these things most um, rural areas do most mm -hmm. rural areas well do. colorado the, as the a state allows where it it becomes like you can poison yourself in a lot of urban right. areas but in in rural areas it's it's mostly okay yeah so the last thing i'll say is because this is probably the nearest thing of this do you guys want to hear the mathematical formula of how much roof space you need for the water like you need because there's a whole bunch of math to it actually can we just say you win and move on to the topic <laughs> okay um super big and brian what did you, what nerdy thing did you do this week? <laughs> i i um so we went so the reason why I travel is the topic is because I just went on a Mexico trip and travels on my mind um, when I was coming up with the topic. Um, so in Mexico, I get a little I got to give a little backstory to make this this story make sense. So I'm into body mechanics. It's one of the little nerdy interests I have. I like to learn about how to walk with proper ergonomics and to reduce knee pain and you know, strength and using gravity to walk and it connects into martial arts. Um, Stolas, you and I have talked about it before. I think I walked you through some of the body mechanics we, drills. We, we, used, how to, we used to do yoga before together. Yeah. yeah. Um, yoga. Um, there is a discipline called chi walking, which ties into Tai Chi and then Aikido ties into it and Yaido ties into it. And it has to do with um, letting the letting the different levers in your body generate gravitational energy energy would let you move forward rather than throwing a leg out and pulling you forward. You're falling forward and using that to walk. And I get really into it. And often I'll meet with the trainers at work and we'll nerd out over it because um, a lot of it ties into like Olympic professional running training and stuff where they never let their feet pass their center of gravity because they're running for super fast and long distances and like it's really hard on the body and they have to do everything they possibly can to not break their body um so that leads to when i was in mexico we went to a show that was on a secluded beach that we had to take a boat to i haven't been on a boat in years and i got up and the boat the water was really really rough and i walked from one end of the boat to the other 
I came back and people were dancing at the front of the boat. So I started dancing with the group. And all of a sudden, people started cheering me on and high-fiving me. And I was like, what's going on? Because I was just into dancing and didn't know what I was doing. Apparently, the boat had gotten so rough that everyone had to like hold on to something and stop dancing. And I was just moving back and forth across the boat with the beat of the music. Um because I'm used to walking as a fall catch walk and didn't notice that the boat was as rough as it was. And I look around and people are like, people are like throwing a fit. One of our, Oh no, I don't have it because they haven't sent it to me yet. But one of the people that was with us videotaped it. And I looked at it and I was like, wow, I look like I know how to dance. (laughs) Wow. Because I was, I was just letting the boat move me around. I wasn't like, because I don't, I, I like to dance. I like to go to clubs and dance and stuff. I've always really, really enjoyed it, but I'm not a very good dancer. So I just normally just kind of move to the music and it's fine. It, um, but it looked really cool. It looked like Captain Jack Sparrow dancing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my dirty thing. I realized that I have very, very good balance on a boat that I didn't know. Every um, Heather and my mom were telling me that it was like, it didn't look like you were falling. It looked like you were just moving back and forth. And I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's it's really cool when a lifetime discipline le- just pays off and you don't out of know. nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere. You're like, this yeah, thing that you've been like that. You've been like kind of like thinking about or doing things about like for years. All of a sudden it's like, oh, this helps in really weird obscure situation yeah so i mean um i mean i did little get a little queasy on the boat um i had i took dramamine and ate some ginger and but i mean i was fine um oh yeah that's right you get like you get, I get like motion, bad motion sickness. sickness but um i remember that time you were driving me to like um pathfinder and i was reading like a pathfinder book and you're like you need to close that book right now <laughs> Yeah, if I see things out of the corner of my eye when I'm in a car. Um, but I um I um I th- I think my queasiness is because I had two rum punches at the beginning of the boat ride because it was an open bar. <laughs> Enjoy your rum drinks, Lenny. Um context of the boat ride is we were going to see something called Rhythms of the Night, which was one of the founders of um Cirque du Soleil. It was really cool. It was a neat show. And it was a dinner theater thing. Yeah. It, um, we weren't looking forward to the boat ride back, but the crew made the boat ride back more fun than the show or the boat ride there. They like, they did um they did chore they did choreography leading on the front of the boat for dances which i don't participate in because i don't like following choreography it's just not fun for me i feel like i'm surfing in rough don't, water don't take brian to square dance got it yeah um this was you know i don't know what it's called the you know where they go everybody clap their hands you know that the, the oh that's the shuffle yeah. Um, cha-cha real slow now. Yeah, yep, yeah. There we go, the cha-cha shuffle, yep. Um, and then there was another one. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right, to the right, to the right. And I don't know. To you. Uh, da, 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 da. You I don't know stop so we don't get copyright stricken. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think you get copyright stricken if you just You'd be surprised. It's technically... I think fair it's for use. use. Yeah, I think it's for but use. You can be. Yeah, but the algorithm doesn't differentiate between our, fair use. But and we not, don't really so. have to worry about it because our YouTube isn't modernized and it's um I'm just saying. Our YouTube it's unlisted, so we should yeah, be all right. Anyway, saying. um yeah, it was fun. Um I, I'll talk about more about Mexico on in, during the travel thing, but um David, what's nerdy with you? Um my Rating guild and wow went uh we're on the egg we're on the egg boss on in the new raid so we're six deeper hook uh pushing hard on that um I haven't really done too much else other than go to work and get ready for the game convention coming up in a couple of weeks cool yeah it's gonna be fun I uh, will be at Strategicon of President's Day weekend the seventeenth through the twentieth of February at the LAX Hilton I have no vacation time left but Heather and I have said that when we do come down to California, we'll try to try to plan it around a three-day weekend so we can we can do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm actually uh, my buddy Grant and I we actually just uh, bit the bullet and 
got a room at the hotel for the cool. convention because it's. I is mean, that, I don't live very far away, but it is just so much more convenient. Is that the first time you've done that at that at the ho- at the actual hotel? Yeah, I'm, I'm at a point now where I can financially afford to do it without having to worry about it too much. So the yeah, first time it. I went to Strategic Con, I stayed at a Motel Six. Mm. And after that, it was just like, I'm staying at the hotel from now on. Well, last time was the con in September, and it was so fucking hot here in L.A. that Grant and I just said, screw it, and got a room at the at the hotel closest we could. So we were like down the street, and this and this con came up, and I was just like, you know what? Screw it. And I was just, oh, look, they got the room rate going. Sure. So I got a room for a couple nights for the, the weekends, con. So gonna the be weekends fun. that I couldn't afford it, I would just um, room with a couple other, vol- with three other volunteers tears so it was free. Yeah. But you also live far away. I'm ten minutes away from there by car. It's yeah. I don't live very far. It's just it's more convenient than the already convenience doing, I had. Especially if you're doing morning events. Yeah. Um so voting. Voting. I uh stole us your first Okay, yeah. so four four. Okay. Um hmm. you know I'll I'll do the I'll do the political thing. I'll give you each two. There we go. I think gaming is always nerdy and the fact that Brian's skills pulled up out of nowhere and like was like, hey, we're going to help you with this very random odd situation. That's pretty cool. It's it's always it's always cool when like a nerdy thing that you've loved for a long time pays off. Yeah, it's also kind of self-esteem ish because I get accused of being clumsy a lot. And it's like in that particular instance, I was the least clumsy person on the boat. Well, that's what, ha- that's what happens when you roll a nat twenty. <laughs> yeah, check, seriously. Okay, I am I am super clumsy. I know this for the fact for a fact, and I think I've realized why I'm so clumsy. So you know how a lot of people get the think that like people with autism always stand on their tiptoes. I found out there's another thing. A lot of people with autism stand on the sides of their feet. I stand on the sides of my feet a lot. And I think that fucks up, like makes me super clumsy because I'm always like standing on the sides of my feet. And I think that makes it really hard for me to balance correctly. Is standing on the front of your feet like a common neurodivergence? It's a very, it's a very, it's when you go to get your kid checked out for autism, one of the questions that they ask on the questionnaire is, does your kid walk around on their tiptoes? My mom and I both do that. Yeah, no, that's that's one of the red flags. It that's probably, actually one of the red flags. It's got to have some kind of connection to ADHD, too, because I don't think either of us are on the spectrum. But my mom is suspected that she might be, but it's probably because of the ADHD. Um, It's it's. It's hard. ADHD and autism are so closely linked. Yeah. Um. Now, here's the thing to know: a a large portion, a large portion of people with autism have ADHD, but the reverse isn't true. A large part of people with ADHD do not have autism. So. Well, that makes me next. So, um, Stolas, because I didn't let you do your mathematical formula, which means I cringed, which means it's extra nerdy. You get all four. Yay. I still want to tell you guys the math because you need to know how much water you need to catch. And I still don't want to hear it. <laughs> David. I, I I second the motion and Stolas, you get all four of mine as well because that was one of the nerdiest <laughs> things I've heard in a very long time. And, Yay. you know, Paige, you know, listeners, if, if, it's really bothering you and you need to know the math we're never gonna let him tell you nope. no we're never no. gonna let them tell you it's not fair no i mean you can tell them on your own on facebook or something or, but... or you can or you can look it up i mean literally just just google it <laughs> i'm trying to get you more hits on your social media <laughs> jesus if if we get 10 more five dollar patrons oh my gosh <laughs> i will i will teach all of you we how will to still not let you know yes. <laughs> um i was about guys did you know there are mini cows you can get mini cows but they're so cute i i tell you what well we'll yes they're called steaks and you put them on a grill (laughs) (laughs) we'll tell you the formula as soon as the discord's ready (laughs) fuck you brian okay so no no stolas is writing the rules I am. So Stolas gets to tell them the formula once. <laughs> yeah, this is encouragement. I was writing the rules out before I got on the podcast, by the way. Cool. Good. I'll put them. I'll put the formula at the bottom of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> we just need we like I said, we just need a draft to get the ball rolling. It doesn't have to be great. It, it can be intentionally bad. It just needs to. Yes, get us we want to let the rest yeah. of our patrons in on our shit talking. Yeah, we need right. to. We need. <laughs> 
one of the things is is we're yeah well i'll save that for bonus episode but um travel is a thing that's not related to the thing we were talking about yeah nice segue Brian. i love that segue though it's beautiful um wow oh which is a mode of uh, travel uh, okay rewind rewind stola she won the game which means several widgets are going to your door over long distances speaking of travel ah there we go wow look at that that segue that was did you know no that was a cheap chinese hoverboard knockoff no it's a segue (laughs) and you know what's cool about segways you can travel on a segue oh god i hate you it's spelt differently (laughs) details details You and the creator so of the right Segway died in a Segway accident. Was he traveling to a Segway <laughs> convention? Someone help me, please. <laughs> Superman, save me. <laughs> it, it, it's some, suddenly funnier you saying that with the Star Wars background behind you. It's like, use the force, Harry. Gandalf. Oh my God, <laughs> Brian or uh, David, I gotta tell you this super quick. When we went to Disneyland and we went to the Rise of the Resistance, my son, when we when you're in that like little holding cell, and the guy's yeah. like, "We'll come back to get you," he was like, "No, please, I don't want to die." <laughs> They wow killed. and he was like and he was like dad are the stormtroopers going to shoot us and i was like i don't know maybe they're, your best answer is they can't hit anything don't worry their end <laughs> sucks you yeah, missed he, out on being able to say that he was legit scared that they, that we were gonna die i hate that you perpetuate that stereotype because it's not fucking true stormtroopers have great aim yeah they were missing on purpose yes i i i believe that it's a joke david it gets under my joke. Skin. this is a comedy podcast stop wait. perpetuating stereotypes god wait, damn it is that a theory that the stormtroopers are missing on purpose yeah. yes they let them go interesting um now when they let them go they had to go and travel to their next destination let's they talk were- about travel fair <laughs> you know actually that reminds me i was playing this sci-fi role-playing game for a while once speaking of traveler oh good god <laughs> uh, <laughs> i picked a hell of a week to quit sniffing glue <laughs> um all right um Stolas, I, I let's just ask this to everybody. Um, how many times have you left the state you live in? Oh, not very often. They, uh, I've not traveled. I've never traveled out of the continental United States. So I've never been to like Alaska or Hawaii. I've never been to another country. I've only traveled. Um, let's see. I went to Montana once as a kid and I've been to Vegas maybe three times. So I've, I think I've only traveled like maybe four, maybe five times. I've driven through 38 states. That I did not know. Yep. I made it as far east as Ohio. How'd you travel to someplace that doesn't exist? I love all the I love all the Ohio jokes. Like my like uh, I, my, my uncle used to live in Youngstown. I love all the Ohio jokes. How it's like how it's um I saw this one where it's like the entire eastern part of the United States, they're like East Ohio on the west, they're like West Ohio. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, we other to countries take, uh, are like, we don't get the Ohio jokes and we're just like, we don't get them either. <laughs> I ha- I think I've I, I've I don't know how many states I've traveled through. I haven't counted that, mm. but I've stayed in 25. OK, yeah, we took a we took a family trip one year. We drove from Southern California through Texas all the way up to Ohio and then back. We went we went out the southern route. We came back the northern route. Actually, I think the only state I've been to that I haven't stayed in oh no two illinois and oklahoma i've mm. oh yeah kentucky too i haven't stayed in kentucky but yeah. i've driven through those yeah we made all the big stops we stopped at the grand canyon stopped at uh uh the uh stopped at texas at the dallas ranch um stopped at st louis saw the arch stopped drove through chicago uh, we stopped at mount rushmore we stopped at the crazy horse memorial we stopped at yellowstone we stopped at yosemite we one of the things that about the you 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 kind of hear that in the context we're talking where Stola said, I haven't really traveled much. How many different parts of California have you been to? It's like going to multiple states. It really is. Um, yeah. Also, not a lot. 
<laughs> I've gone to um quite You've a bit been of over places. most of Southern California. I've been through most of Southern California. Yeah, pretty much pretty much all of Southern California. And I've gone to Northern California like I think once. Just yeah. once for a 40k tournament. Mm. San Diego is a completely different animal over LA. So yeah. two oh, different yeah. states. So wild. And then Southern San Diego is very different than Northern San Diego. Isn't Southern San Diego just like Mexico? Oh, uh, no, Imperial Beach is its own thing. Oh, like, okay. You go to Imperial Beach, it's like being in a Jimmy Buffett song. Oh, I thought San Diego was right on the border. It's not. I'm thinking of the county, not the city. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, like North County is a whole different thing than the Southern areas. And then the, like the Metro area is very different than everything else. Oh, okay. I haven't the close. The further South I've gone is California's Oceanside. And then I have family that lives up North. So I've been up North several times and I lived, I lived in San Jose for six months for work. <laughs> you ever want to go someplace really cool? Keep going down past Oceanside and Vista and go down to like Encinitas where it's like the yoga capital of the U S and mm. lot, it it's, it's a neat, I'm not saying go there and do yoga, but it's a neat little town to go to because there's cool stuff. There's, there's a, there's a live jazz band place. I don't remember what it's called or even if it exists anymore, but the last time I was there, there was a live jazz band place that I like. Mm. Um, but I think we've all got on trips. I mean, Disneyland is a big deal for Stolas. Yeah. I've been to Disneyland quite a lot actually i haven't been to disneyland in 15 years so is the for a lot of people who've been state locked in california for a long time is disneyland the thing that gives you your going to another place fix um yeah i mean kind of yeah it, it, it does kind of give you that like idea of like i'm going to another place but Here's the thing, though, about California. Um, you can go Cali skiing and surfing in yeah, the same I was like, day. <laughs> I was like, California has like literally every climate. Like, if you go up north, California literally has a rainforest. There's a rainforest yeah. up north of California. You literally can go to any type of climate in California. So it's really not that hard to feel like you're traveling to a new place in California because it's like you can go to la and see like one of the biggest cities in the world then you can go to big bear and go ski then you could go to like the inland empire and go see the desert dunes then you could go up north and go to a fucking rainforest like or you can go to death valley and feel like you're on mars <laughs> it's so, a like, true statement <laughs> right you could go to like the colorado river and go in a river like you there's go to no Yosemite terrain and feel like you're in wyoming <laughs> Yeah, he's not um, wrong. I mean, there's even farmland. Like, if you want to you go see go a to, farm, there's farmland. You can go just north of San Francisco and pretend you're on Endor. Seriously. You can go to the Central Valley and put a red hat on. Wow. That was actually more Orange it, County, but yeah. It was a unusual joke for Brian to make because I'm so unpolitical, I mean, but it was low-hanging fruit and I couldn't help it. That's more Orange County, but yeah. Um, I live in Orange County. You I'm are sorry. Right very yeah orange county is like a, a well because conservative... they're big angels fans there right no <laughs> wrong red cat um it's it's a very conservative county in a very liberal state i actually got accused of wearing a mega hat because i was wearing an angel's cap one day <laughs> oh funny. man that's pretty, oh i, that's I got goofy. i got pissed i you're like no it's pokemon what's wrong with you no i just ooh. So, yeah. Um, so it's pretty easy to feel like you're traveling in California. Um, oh, fun fact about Disneyland, speaking of Disneyland and traveling. Um, they now kind of limit the amount of people that they allow in each day. Yeah, Disneyland. you have to have like, a reservation. There's a, yeah, there's a cap now. So to give some context on travel, um, I'm I'm originally from... New York till I was around 12, lived in Southern California from 12 to, I don't know, five years ago. Um, and then um, now I live in Oregon. Um, then we have California, Southern, Stolas, like everybody else in Southern California, except for Erica's in Ohio um, or Texas. I, I live currently less than five miles from where I was born. <laughs> same. So, no, same. So, right now yeah. where I'm living was like down the street from my childhood home. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> I, I, it's a, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any reason to leave, so not going to. I, I love going, I love traveling. Though. Going places is fun. But I, you're more prolifically traveled than I thought. I don't like to fly. I drive, so. I like both. I, I do like to drive, though. I, road trips are fun. 
I well, being a larger person, the air the air flying experience is much more aggravating for someone of my size than it is for someone of Brian's size. I understand. <laughs> being that I've been both sizes, I understand. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about um I, I think everyone's goal for pleasure tra- traveling is different. Um Stolas if you're traveling for pleasure, what's your what's your activity usually like? Is it nature activity destination? Normally, if I'm doing like some pretty um significant travel, and to me, significant is like an hour or more drive. I'm driving out to go see friends or family and doing like that kind of stuff. So I don't really go and travel to go like snowboarding. I don't really go travel to go like hike in the mountains. I'm going to travel to like oh, I'm gonna go see my friends in like uh, Riverside County, and we're gonna go I don't know play some video games or something. Um, I guess Except the for only Disneyland. <laughs> well, that's pretty close and that's less than an hour away but i mean yeah i guess that's a bit of a travel um and i guess the only other thing that i would say like i travel is like there's been a few times we've traveled to vegas but um vegas was more of an enjoying experience it's more of an enjoying experience for like leslie my um currently my wife because um she likes to go and gamble and drink and do all those things i don't i don't i drink sometimes but very rarely especially with the gout i definitely have to avoid yeah drinking. there's there's not as much to do there if you're not into the whole gambling and drinking and, thing. yeah and i don't like and i don't like gambling very much i've never i've never understood people's obsession with gambling i just don't get it i i'm like oh i put my money in a machine and then my money goes away what's the- so fun What's the unusual thing about it? You go there, you put a little money down, and you win something, and then you go home. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. Yeah. I, I've never That's... lost gambling before, but I've also never won big. I've broke even every t- single time I've gone to Vegas. and But there's a reason, and it's not the reason that everybody thinks it is. The reason is I'm very conservative about it, and I don't let myself get to a point where I'm going to lose. I pick a very small budget at first and the second i break even or get a little bit of a gain i go okay we're done i don't want to talk about it moving on <laughs> so well, that that gives us some insight <laughs> so yeah vegas is one of those things where i'm just like yeah yeah i, I guess it's okay <laughs> i will say this if it weren't for bad luck i'd have no luck at all oof big oof see my secret is that all this podcast technology is just draining the luck from everyone who participates in the podcast that's fair. <laughs> I like I like that. That's a cool trick. Yeah, I don't. Know. I like playing poker. So I've never done that before. Well, I, I mean, like maybe I I think I've played Texas Hold'em a couple times for fun, but I've never like mm. done. I, I played blackjack for the first time in a casino, like not that long ago. I went, uh, I went, I went to Vegas to hang out with my buddy over Christmas break, and the casino I was staying at had a poker room. So I walked into the poker room at like eleven thirty at night with like uh, five hundred. I started with my bankroll, and after about six hours, I was down to about one hundred and fifty and called it a night. <laughs> Ooh. That seems pretty reasonable if that was your budget. I, I'm I'm proud of you for leaving. Well, I was That's, tired. I was falling asleep at the yeah. table. It was time to go to bed. <laughs> was it a was was that a whole lot of money at that point? Like like a scary loss, or was that just no. like okay, I lost, I'm leaving? I am I've been at my job for six years. We're union backed. I make a comfortable enough living to where losing that kind of money is not the end of the world like it used to be. Yeah, I, I didn't want to assume because, you know, like I my no, my I get it. I just, is I, different than yeah, like when my, we go when we go before we go to a casino, we'll do the all right, we have twenty bucks each or we have forty bucks each for slots, and then we're gonna have this like hundred bucks and we'll use that for like table games or something. Mm-hmm. But then we limit ourselves to that and then we have the don't spend your winnings rule mm-hmm. where we kind of keep track of it. Mm-hmm. If we went more, we'd probably have a spreadsheet at some point because that's just the kind of people we are. Mm-hmm. But now it's just we keep we keep it in our head. Um, when we did the blackjack thing, I knew the etiquette of a blackjack table, but I didn't know how to play the game because I've had friends that worked in casinos. So I knew what the etiquette was. So when we went, we basically, I, it was funny because I told Heather, I was like, we'll just talk to the dealer and they'll teach us how to play the game and walk us through everything. And she was like, you can do that. I'm like, yeah, you, they, they want you to, uh, they, they want you to win. And she was like, why do they want you to win? Because you tip better when you win. <laughs> it's not the dealer's money. They don't give yeah. a shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah, dealers don't care at all. So they walked us through and um, we won pretty decently. 
We, I think we won 60 bucks, and I I said, okay, let's go. And Heather was like, I want to play more. That was fun. And I was, and the, um, the dealer literally said, since this is your first time, eat the win. Like, enjoy. Eat the win. And we tipped decently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Uh, I have a very different philosophy when it comes to uh, going to an establishment of gambling. I will walk in with however much I'm going to spend that weekend in cash, and when I it's gone it's gone yeah that that's so. a, yeah i i try to do the don't spend the winnings thing or if you if you bring a budget and you sit on a slot machine and it just drains to nothing right away then you're just done yeah well, i've had night i've had weekends where i'll you know take 700 with me to play with and come home with 12 yeah. or i'll take 700 with me and come home empty it happens but uh you know it, it, it's not the end of the world as my dad always says don't don't bet the rent money <laughs> You know what I find funny? Okay, so about the slot machines. This was a thing I learned about recently, but they're not. I mean, I guess they're a little luck based, but it's not like luck in the way you would think. No, it's not luck. It's not luck as in like, oh, maybe I'll get lucky and the numbers will just like pop up correctly. No, what happens is the machines are specifically programmed to only allow a certain amount of winners based on like how much money its profit is generated. It's all algorithm based nowadays. Right. So I guess it could be lucky in the sense of like maybe if you show up at that right time, like maybe the machine's like, oh, we've made a million dollars. We should let somebody win ten thousand dollars. I don't know if they're all like that, but a lot of newer ones tend to be. And it's one of the reasons I don't play slot machines. Right. Yeah, it's not. It's I only yeah. play table games. I'll go, I, I like to play the video gamey ones that are kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, I don't like to play the regular random nonsense slot machines. Um, video poker, I do enjoy. I always like video. Yeah, poker. video poker is fun, especially when you're sitting at the bar drinking, drinking cheap. Yeah, yeah. The um, but I like the older video poker machines before they started getting a little complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I play table games, uh, so blackjack, the, craps, uh, the pie quest- gal. The question was goals for travel, right, David? Um, most of the time, my travel is either with companions to a destination or towards someone's house or doing something. I don't travel just to travel anymore. Unfortunately, with gas prices here in California the way they are, uh, traveling just to travel is not economically viable. <laughs> yeah, we used to go on drives for fun. We don't. Do yeah, that I don't, anymore. can't do that anymore. It's not not too expensive. <laughs> Plus, it's bad for the environment, guys. Duh. Sure, sure, we'll go with that. That, that that's the reason yeah uh, <laughs> uh, i mean i would love to take just you know, i'd love to go to death valley and just drive around and check it all out again i haven't been there in years but i don't want to pay 150 dollars in gas to go do that so <laughs> you know it'd be a cool thing to do oh um i did recently like a couple years like yeah like a couple years ago i did go to um i did go to um joshua tree national park mm. for that for the for the ant the ant collecting oh yeah i remember i remember that that was on yeah. a podcast episode a long time ago yeah you one nerdy thing about that yeah um i've been there but i guess that would be a cool thing like w- like where would you guys want to travel like what's the spot you'd want to go to so i could start this off of like i would love to go to the redwood national forest i would love to go see the mm. redwoods I've been there. It's cool. It is. It's really yeah, nice. It looks, it looks awesome. I would love to go. Where would you like to go, Brian? Um, where would I like to go that I haven't been? Um, yes. So this is this brings up something that I've been thinking about a lot. So when we went to um, our trip to Mexico just recently, mm-hmm. people kept asking me, are you excited? And I kept saying, eh, I guess. And that led me to a mental rabbit hole of, am I a psychopath? I mean, because... a l- little bit? Well, no. And I was thinking, am I emotionally numb? And I'm like, no, I'm happy. I actually feel good, but I don't feel jazzed about anything. Is that bad? And then I was driving to work one day and I, on the way to work every single morning, I go over one of the bridges that goes over the Willamette River Mm-hmm. And I looked over and I went, oh, this is my favorite part of my day. And then I went, I'm not dull. I'm very content because when you're happy all the time, it's hard to compare one happy to another happy. <laughs> um, so as far as is there a place I want to go? Probably I do have some bias. Like I could think of a place, but I tend to enjoy myself in any destination. 
it would be easier for me to say what I don't want to do. Like, I don't really like gun shows or fishing shows. Um, the only thing I ever enjoy about them is if there's stands that have food samples. Um, I, Fair. um, I would like to, uh, there's a few things that have been on my list for a while that I haven't gotten a chance to do. Um, I would like to go to, um, Death Valley in like December. Yeah. Obviously. Um, I, as far as the state I live in, there's, there's some stuff in Eastern Oregon that I haven't been to. I haven't, or in Central Oregon, since I've been in Northern Oregon so much. Um, I would like to go to this golden striped hills desert thing that's here. That's supposed to be really cool. Um, there's some native monuments that I think would be really cool to visit. Um, I would like to go to Southern Yellowstone again. I love that. Southern Yellowstone Park is really cool. Um, geothermic phenomenon is just amazing. Especially with all the changes out there now and the stuff that's different than the 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 new things that have formed and the old stuff yeah. that doesn't work anymore and yeah because the 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 centers shift the the magma chamber underneath is shifting a little bit yeah um i i would like to i would like to visit um burning man so i have to answer the question that everybody else answered before i could really answer this question so travel for me is usually destination or event based it's different than stolas i don't i mean i have traveled for people but i usually travel to go to a place um we on occasion though i like to adventure travel where i'll just get in the car and go somewhere without a plan hmm. I have to do that to kind of stay sane. I usually bring the camera with me. Um, like I'll go, what part of Portland have I not been to? And then drive there, park the car and walk around. Fair. Um, when I was in Mexico for my trip recently, we had excursions, which are expensive things you pay money to do. And then we had meals. And But my favorite parts of the trip were I just walked out into Puerto Vallarta and explored. Nice. During the right time of day to do that. <laughs> um, on a side note, tangent, um, I have to say showing up at my hotel with guys in front with submachine guns caused mental things in my head that I didn't expect. <laughs> Where I went down this path of, oh, Guns, scary. No, they're meant to make it so people don't hurt me. Okay, I'm good. Go in the go in the hotel. <laughs> Guns are scary. <laughs> yeah, um, they weren't there like all the time. I think they were doing a money transfer, like they were moving money to an armored truck or something. Um, the guy, <laughs> the security guys with the shotguns in their hands in the supermarket was kind of amazing. I hadn't seen that since the last time I was in a supermarket, a bad neighborhood in LA. <laughs> I see that almost all the time. Yeah. I, I, your guys, your, your guys area is very different than like here. People open carry here, but you don't see the security guard looks, look like he's armed for bear. Mm. Like you do in California. Sometimes I went to a weed store and that guy was better armed than most SWAT officers. Yeah. The um, I mean, here you get the you get the dude that looks like the fat guy from My Name Is Earl that just standing oh. by the door. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I like to I like to travel and just see what's gonna happen. I mean, it doesn't mean I don't make plans, but I like to have those little like let's just go and see what's gonna happen. Yeah, those can be fun. Yeah, the I mean, it's like sort of you 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 have to walk around keep your eyes open be very aware of everything and cool stuff will come it just you, you just find it oh the chat's very active and i haven't been looking at it no stolas and i are making plans for the summer to go see redwoods cool <laughs> we were actually saying that there is a big emergency and that brian needs to do something about it but instead of telling you in person we were chatting about it oh okay right. um yeah 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 totally yeah the I wanted to talk a little bit about the Brian Luck thing that that comes up and it's like I cannot deny that I usually have cool stories about 
crazy, weird stuff that are almost unbelievable. But I don't believe it has to do with luck. I think it's a being very aware of the surroundings and being very open to just do things. Because, and I see that evidenced by like on this trip, most of the time we were on a schedule where you had to be in places at certain times and we didn't have the freedom to just explore and very little crazy random stuff happened. Okay. We yeah. Did- we did have Brian's luck is pretty interesting. I've seen it in action. We did have one thing though. Um, we went on a mangrove swamp tour and we saw crocodiles. That's not the luck thing. That the crocodiles are there. I mean, that's why you go on that swamp tour. Um, but we saw a tiger heron, which is apparently um rare. But when we saw it, it did its display, which is like people don't normally see that, and that was kind of cool. It spreads its wings out and pretends it's a flower on the tree. So that was kind of neat. So what you're telling me is you got incredibly lucky and saw something that few people in the world have actually gotten to see. Well, I'm I'm sure some people have seen it, but I mean, it was fortunate. Well, if you break it down, the boat approached (laughs) it, which made the bird go into its defensive state. Okay, look, you're trying to rationalize something you don't have to rationalize. I don't believe it's mystical. I don't believe it's mystical either. I'm saying you are a lucky son of a bitch, (laughs) and I hate you for it. But where does luck come from if it's not mystical it, it comes from an attitude i think i think I it has to do with being but, aware and willing yeah okay i mean it i mean a lot of the stuff i've seen that have been brian luck stories have to do with trespassing and like not following rules <laughs> oh see what it is is it's is it's high risk high reward you just happen to get a lot of reward i I mean, I've had bad things happen to me too. I mean, well, of a course lot you of, have. A lot of the bad thing stories to me would be considered very unlucky. Like the whole, the whole stopping to help somebody who was in a bad, like ridiculously bad car accident, and having my mom get hit by a car while we were there to help. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's wow. Yeah, she broke her leg, but she's okay. It was a long time ago. Um, the um, it, the accident we saw too was the car flipped end over end. But, I mean, you could look at it from the other attitude that it was lucky because it was lucky. I was there to help those people. <laughs> I mean, it was lucky for them. Yeah. Um, the, you were you were, you were um, loaning out your Brian Luck to them. And my mom won her lawsuit for getting hit by the car and bought a Corvette. So, I mean, you can look at it that oh. way, too. <laughs> that's, called, that's called long game luck. Yeah. It was yeah. not too long after the Good Samaritan law was passed, so the whole getting hit because we were at an accident was like a new like thing and lawyers were like i want to be involved in this oh yeah i like i like the i like the samaritan law i think it's a good law well yeah because it's like i'm not cpr trained but someone's gonna die if i don't do cpr i'm gonna do it rather than not do it because you and don't want to and then a, and then a person dies right well yeah but it's like it's like um the samaritan law has to do with like protecting someone from breaking someone's ribs when you're trying to save their life and stuff like that it's you you can't be held liable yeah you know they they can't sue you for liability for for saving their life yeah right yeah because that was happening and it was getting to the point of where people stopped wanting to help because it wasn't worth it it also involves things like saving someone who doesn't want to be saved and stuff like that yeah, the I mean, ima- imagine getting sued for tackling someone who's going to commit suicide or something like that. Uh, we are traveling off topic. <laughs> we we are traveling down tangents. <laughs> so, uh, ooh, uh, bucket list. Where's your bucket list? Pl- one place bucket list you want to go? Um, the Bucket Museum. Okay, I love it. Get get it. It's a bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I'm going to Google. It was a joke, but I'm going to Google it. I guarantee there's you gotta there is one. There's got to be a one. bucket museum. I guarantee you be. there is one. Um, I, someday before I die, I'm going to go to Japan. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what, what, that's what everyone I'd says. I'd love to do that. Um, I would... I mean, as I'm, far I'm as huge there. <laughs> well, the Bucket Museum is a thing in the Stanley Parable. That was about to say, I Googled it, and apparently there's a Bucket Museum ending in the Stanley Parable. I don't That's know if funny. it really... I mean, there's an Onion article 
Philip out of fictional one. No, maybe there isn't a bucket museum. Who knows? Huh. Um, I actually want to go. To, I'm going to go with a different answer because everyone always says hmm. Japan. I want to go to India. Okay. I want. I want to go see some of the really old, like ancient Hindu temples. So, um, do you want to go to a restaurant before you do that, and possibly go on a date after, so you can eat, pray, love? Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, what would be another really cool place to go? Oh, I think it'd also be really cool to go to Scotland mm-hmm. and go to all the different like um to all the different Scotch uh distilleries. I would that love. Would be, I would, would love to fun. go. I would love to fun. go to England too, but I can yeah. live without it. I just I, yeah. I England's one of those things. Yeah, England's one of those things. I'm like meh. Uh, eh. I'd love to go. I just, I don't know. Japan, though, I've always been, I, I definitely will go there someday before I die. I'm imagining you. It's the last day, like, like you just got told by your doctor, like, you have one day left to live. And you're like, I still haven't been to Japan. All and right. You're like, right away, Get me like, on a flight. This is, what, this is what I'm doing on my last day. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. But I just, I, I, I've, I've always had a fascination with going there. And now I realize that, you know, 6'2 and the size I am, I am huge. Yeah, you're Japan. massive. Yeah, you're massive. <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna stand out. They might think you, you, you'll be able to see me coming. Um, I'd like to summit like a, you know, like a a peak. I've never summited a peak before. That'd I mean, be it doesn't cool. have to be a ridiculous one, but it could be like a like Rainier or something like that. Oh, one of the big you, boys. Okay. You don't want to you don't want to summit Mount Everest, right? No, no, that's dangerous. Yeah, it's I, that, wildly oh, dangerous. I mean, it's it's and it's like it's like going to disneyland now because there's so i mean and it's like yeah the chinese side gets you all the way up to like twelve thousand feet or something yeah and it's if you go stupid if you go you know you go in some places you're you're hiking on dead bodies and it's it's yeah it's just crazy I, yeah i hear i hear mount ever sadly it's getting a lot of like trash on it now because of the amount of people who try to climb it well I from wouldn't, the Oh, sorry. The Chinese built a road up to their base camp on the one side of it. Oh, that's and cool. no, it's not because the number of people that have gone up there is like quintupled. Oh, and the amount of trash that's being left behind is astounding. That's they're lame. actually paying people to pack trash out as they leave. We have some really good summits in the U.S., so I don't need to go to other countries to do really cool ones. I mean, oh, there is another country one that would be neat to do is um, uh, Machu Picchu, the hike. I'd like to do the Machu Picchu. Yeah, Machu I would, Picchu I'd like to go up there. so cool. But oh, I've, yeah. I've done, I've, I've, I guarantee you that if I do Machu Picchu, I'll be like, oh. Mesa Verde was just as good oh. because I really enjoyed Mesa Verde. It we have lots of really cool stuff here. So now like, we've branched I, into like national wonders, like or not national, but like world wonders. Like what world wonders would you want to see? Or uh, natural? Well, I think natural wonders. Most go, people yes, are like natural. Go on wonders. vacations to see them. It's a destination. Like, I mean, like I haven't seen El Capitan yet. Well, no, that's not true. We went, we drove to the edge of the park and looked at it, but I've never been to El Capitan. um, But Yosemite is another one of those like Disneyland National Parks where it's, you have to make reservations. It's right. crowded. I um, want to go see. Especially during the summer. Yeah. yeah. I want to go see Mount Roy Rima. I don't know that one. Oh, wow. You guys don't know what that is. So it's, um, where is it? at um i know it's in south america no oh, um, I, I i absolutely know nothing about it then i thought you so said it's in, roy rogers no rain Rima. and you just it's, pronounced it badly no mount ray rima and it's in venezuela um brazil and yeah it's at the junction of venezuela brazil and um yeah oh i cannot pronounce his name uh g-u-y-a-n-a guyana guyana guiana so it's a mountain it's like a it's a bit of a mountain but instead of it going like up and like coming at a at a tip, it's flat at the top. It's one hundred percent flat. At the top of it is a bunch of rainforest, and at the sides of the mountain, there's a bunch of waterfalls. So it's a giant mountain with a complete flat top, and there's waterfalls falling down all over it. It's so cool looking, and I want to go there. That sounds cool. Yeah, I, I'm I would trying like to, to think. I'm trying to think of like things I've been to that have filled me with absolute wonder, and I think the top two are Grand Canyon and Bryce. Yeah, Bryce Canyon's cool. Yeah, the I like the Grand Canyon. 
because you go to the Grand Canyon and you're just like, it hits you like, it hits you, you feel energy hit you. There's mm -hmm. a, there's a spiritual thing to seeing the Grand Canyon, even after the first time. Oh yeah. Bryce, you Big get hole. hit by it, but then you can go in it easier than you can at the Grand Canyon. Oh, Bryce Canyon's cool. Yeah. Oh, I haven't Big seen the Grand Hole Canyon. is a good way of putting it, but it's more like undescribably big hole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, what makes the Grand Canyon cool, and I haven't seen it actually, but I, I've like, you know, I've obviously done like the cursory research that like I think most people have done on the Grand Canyon. And like what I find the most coolest thing about it is like there was a time, there was a point in time in the past where it was like that hole wasn't there. It was like there was land there and then water slowly over the course of millions of years created a giant hole and that is cool to me yeah 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 that's great so yeah it's just good neat. job it's, it is very neat yeah. it's it's cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great Canyon, it's great i've been to both yeah. rooms i've been to both the north and the south rim um yeah geological phenomenon is an interesting thing yep yeah <laughs> yep yeah we're not cyberbullying you at all <laughs> i'm, I'm <laughs> thanks, not guys. I don't, <laughs> thanks guys i love you too I'm um, not what <laughs> David's confused. I'm confused. What's going on? I, you were saying, yeah, I was being sarcastic. Yep. Stolas oh. picked up on it, and then I and I and then yeah, then that's why I said that, and then it totally did what I wanted to and got you confused. You're I a good see. person. I wasn't implying anything. I love you, David. Uh, okay. <laughs> David's too tired for my bad sense of humor. <laughs> Um, another cool place to go would be Mount Kalish. I want to go to Mount Kalish as well. It's it's uh, near Tibet, but it's it was um, in Hindu lore. It's the place where uh, Shiva, the god Shiva, would go to um, to meditate. Mm. Cool. Um, there's a few Buddhist things that I'm interested in seeing. There's some shrines I'd like to see. Um, I um, I'm very interested in um, Thailand and Cambodia. There's some temples that are really, really oh, neat. Yeah, Thailand would be amazing. Um, but as far as wonders, I haven't run out of ones to see in the U.S. yet. Um, I would like to go to the Canadian side of Glacier. I've been to the U.S. side, but I've never been to the Canadian side. Mm -hmm. And there's some cool stuff there. Um, Glacier was a cool park. It's the first time I saw a grizzly bear. Wow, that sounds scary. We were 500 feet away and there were rangers. It okay. Was, yeah. They had guns. They would have been fine. All the grizzly bears are tagged. And oh. if you're not in the wilderness, generally, if there's a grizzly bear, there's going to be rangers there. If the grizzly bear gets within a certain amount of space to the street, That's they cool. show up. So like, so yeah, like yeah. they know, like the GPS. Yeah, they they've got them GPS. The yeah. yeah, right. It's the only thing they can't control is people in the park aren't tagged so if we go out into the wilderness they might know the bears there but they don't know where we are so they yeah. try to mark those trails with bear danger and then the level of bear danger with what you should do mm -hmm. but people are still going to get killed by bears if they go to the wrong spot right the bear so does like, something unpredictable right so they might know that grizzly is 500 feet away but they don't know that there's like a family of four who are also 500 feet away hiding and, in oh. some bushes and there might be a bear that was missed that wasn't Tagged. I mean, that can happen, but most of the adult bears have. Oh, it happens in Yellowstone all the time, or uh, Yellowstone, Yosemite all the time. The morons stop on the side of the road to get out their cars to go fuck with the bears. Do you have you have either of you heard about that? part in Yellowstone that be because of like demarcation there's a lawless area in Yellowstone oh yeah there's like a little what? corner of the backwoods there's of the a Yellowstone little National corner Park of the that... backwoods in Yellowstone that's like not a state or a city or anything and it's not it's it's, there... it's not in the legal jurisdiction of any uh any uh jurisdiction of the country it's yeah not it's wouldn't just technically non-incorporated but wait wouldn't it fall under federal law still because it's still under the federal united states yes but the way that the districts are drawn up for some reason that spot is not represented yeah I, i'm I'm just so saying like i'm pretty sure the, if you they call it the murder corner or something like that because it's the they, one they place don't... you could conceivably get away with it yeah but i mean there's lots of parts of yellowstone that you can and people have because yeah. you can it's also there and they'll never be found it's also right. nearly unreachable i think you need a helicopter to get there because it's in the middle of the ravines or whatever in the back in the back country Oh, like you could so hike there if you wanted to, but it what's an interesting rabbit hole to go down? Just don't do it in any proximity to a trip to Yellowstone is 
look into the missing person statistics. There's some really, because um, so many people go missing at Yellowstone every year because the wilderness is just so amazingly vast that that's just a yeah. common cause of death that you get lost and die. But Oh my God, that's scary. Yeah, the, the missing person statistics is Yellowstone is like insane. I, read... I really wish they would make a horror movie about it because... Well, Want to read something interesting? Uh, you should read about the trash that started getting thrown out of Old Faithful at some point. There's literally garbage coming out of it. Cause, oh, uh, how did that happen? Uh, it was stuff that was dislodged from years and years and years ago that was trapped in caverns underground or whatever yeah. was suddenly getting dislodged and spewed forth. Oh, that's sad. I hate I hate hearing about like trash ending up in like Oh, it's like, terrible. Some of the pools there like are, getting, uh, alter, are getting altered dramatically. It's and... so annoying because it's like, Jesus, people, can you just take your fucking trash with you? Nope. Some people are so fucking entitled they it's think just... they own the world. Sometimes I fucking hate people like so much. <laughs> Sometimes I wish Captain Planet would just start ki- turning people into trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, I think it's time to wrap up. So we we've talked about like the reason why people travel and some of the places we want to go. Um, in the bonus episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the nerdy things we've did and a little bit more about travel um, and the behind the scenes of this episode. You can find that at patreon.com slash nerdpodcastradio. Um, I, I, I remember one time I was playing basketball and I just kind of walked with the ball and got called, told I was traveling. <laughs> nice. I now, love how... now David makes his pun. <laughs> yeah, you waited to the end of the episode. It took you a long time to travel to that destination. It did, yeah. You know, <laughs> it wasn't a direct flight. I like to make the layovers and go the scenic route. Exactly. Um, the are. Because there's a Cursey Smurf trapped in it, our extra-dimensional portal is currently offline, but I do have something for this segment. Ooh. I got a riddle from a very nice elderly lady when I was in Mexico. So is this in Spanish? No. Okay. No, this was one of the people who was traveling with um, Heather's family. (laughs) Um, So this is a, um, you have to do it in your head, Riddle. Um, Spell, actually, I need to write a few things down so I do it correctly. (laughs) You have to do it in your head, I don't. I'll wait on bated breath. Oh, lucky you. You can hear Brian's fingers travel across the keyboard. No, that's just the sound his brain makes when he's thinking. His brain goes tick, 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 tick. Okay, you ready? Yep. Ready. All right. Um, I'm going to ask this to um, Stolas. Oh, no. Let's do it this way. Yeah, that'll that'll work. Stolas, I'd like you to tell me what this word is after I spell it. M-A-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. McDonald's? Yes. Now, David... I'd mm-hmm. like you to spell this word. I, no, I'm going to spell the word and you tell me what it is. Okay. Uh, M-A-C-D-O-U-G-L-E. McDougal? Yep. And now Stolas. M-A-C-H-I-N-E-R-Y. H-A-N? M-A-C-H-I-N-E-R-Y. H-I-N. McKinley? Machinery. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. Yeah. You know what, but English is such a well. That's the problem language. is he put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, and it just sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, I, I, um, I got it. I was that's so proud funny. of myself. I actually. Oh, that's got an old it. Carlin gig. He put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, you get in the plane. You don't get on the motherfucking plane. That yeah, that yeah, yeah. Put it yeah. Flip. The smart thing would have been if I would have like. I have a hard time doing this. I, if I could have visualized the word, I would have been able to. But I have a hard time doing that. I. It's the point. That's the whole point. Yeah, it, it gets it, your brain thinking of one yeah. thing and gets you, yeah. Yeah, and if if the person you're asking it to is good at visualizing words, they're going to get it. Um, yeah. So it's sort of, but most people don't visualize yeah. words. That's, a, that's an uncommon. By the way, you spelled it wrong the first time. You said H-E-N instead of when you were doing machinery. You said H-E-N, yeah, not no, H-I-N. I caught myself. I was like, I uh, <laughs> that's how I was like, M- oh, you changed something. Okay. M-A-C-H-I-N-E-R-Y. Uh, see, it's not my fault. He misspelled the word. But I spelled it right the second time. <laughs> um. Anyway, this has been our episode. I've been Super Vegan Brad. I've been joined by David the- uh, Bald the Third. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Uh, they have stolen all our hearts today. Yeah, I'm adorable. Stolen. Yeah. Well, 
What? I'm pronouncing the second part of the name. It's I L A, isn't it? Oh, Ela. I thought it was L L A. No. Ela. Why would there be <laughs> Ela? Well, why wouldn't I, it be I... Ya? I mean, L L A could be Ya. The yeah. S in Stolas is capitalized. Why would the first L in L L A not also be capitalized? It looks like a capital L to me. It is how does that a straight line look anything like a capital L? I love you guys. Ooh. A capital L is a right goddamn angle. In some fonts, it looks like a lowercase L. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was two lowercase Ls, and now I'm just messing with you. Also, this has been Nerd Podcast Radio. Stay nerdy. Stay informed. Stay frustrating. Stay and stay awesome. <laughs> I just I can't even right now. <laughs> <laughs>